the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Difference Makers. My name is Mike Lee, Director of Local Ministries for True Talk 800, 93.9 KPDQ, AM 860, The Answer, KPAM, La Patrona 1640, 93.1 El Rey and 104.1 The Fish. And I'd love to talk with you about getting more people back to your church, sharing about your ministry through our free online church directory and our church service live stream directory, expanding your ministry or business beyond your walls, establishing yourself as an authority in your field, and becoming more known through radio, building awareness of your company or outreach by hosting our events at your location at no risk to you, Marketing your message or brand directly to your target audience through the latest and most powerful online tools of Salem Surround. And most importantly, if your ministry leader or pastor could use a phone call, a word of encouragement, a cup of coffee, or a connection to others, please email me at mikeley at kpdq.com. That's M-I-K-E-L-E-E at kpdq.com. Our very special guests are... Good friends of our stations over the years. They're also co-founders of Marriage Team, which is located in the U.S. Digital Building in Vancouver. With more information at marriageteam.org. Also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. So welcome, Al and Autumn Ray. How are you today? We are doing great, Mike. Thanks for having us. It's always a privilege. And I had so much fun hanging out with you at Family Lives Weekend to Remember And I felt very privileged that ours were the only two booths that were available outside of Family Life's wonderful, insightful resources and merchandise that they had inside of the Red Lion at Jansen Beach. So did you have fun that weekend, too? That was a great weekend. Family Life puts on a wonderful weekend to remember, and they do it first class, as you witnessed by being there. People were excited about it. They had great speakers, lots of resources. It was a great event. We sure enjoyed seeing you there. Always a pleasure bumping into you too, Autumn. And one unexpected bonus I had was I got to catch up with Matt Hammett, the wonderful Christian musician, and he's the former lead singer of the band Sanctus Rio. We get to catch up about families and kids and our marriages and things like that. So that was just a really neat weekend to remember indeed. And for people who might be newer to the area... What's the big picture about Marriage Team, Autumn? What exactly is Marriage Team? Oh, yeah, this is our favorite topic. (laughs) Well, we're looking for couples who are pre-married all the way to couples who are struggling in their relationship. And we will match you with a coach couple who has been thoroughly and professionally trained to deal with all marriages in all types of situations and help you create the marriage that you want hopefully one that is glorifying to God, because I think that's probably the most important thing that we want to to achieve when we work with our couples. But we also use very practical tools to help you learn how to communicate, how to handle your anger, what happens when you have a 
a problem in your relationship and you will work two on two with a trained couple. It's a wonderful concept, Autumn. And Al, over the years, do you have any testimonials from the different types of training that Marriage Team gives out? As a matter of fact, we do. It is it, it has really been amazing to hear how people respond not only to the coaching but also to the training. So here's a testimonial from somebody, and he, he said, "I have been leading marriage training events for ten years. The coaching dynamic is tremendously more effective for implementing the relationship skills." So here's somebody that's experienced in the field, and he went through the marriage team coach training and recognized that what he learned and was able to apply from that was, you know, far more, um, tremendously more effective for implementing the skills that he taught and has been teaching for the last 10 years. Another couple said, as a couple who has been serving in ministry for many years, we thought we'd seen all the approaches out there. This training has just blown us away and already transformed our outlook on our marriage. I really believe every marriage would benefit from some coaching. It's a whole new way of thinking. And I think that's the thing that's so exciting about it. For people that go through it, they recognize that marriage coaching is a whole new way of working on relationship skills. It really is, Al. And do you offer these services provided by Marriage Team to official church member Christian couples only? No, the services are um, available to um, any married couple or couple premarital that is looking to uh, start off with a strong marriage or improve their current marriage. So um, we fo- we coach um, Christians and non-Christians alike. You know, the important distinction here, Mike, is that we serve any couple who contacts us, um, but our coaches are only Christian couples because we believe that it's the power of the Holy Spirit that transforms lives. And so we alone cannot do that. So our coaches work closely with the Holy Spirit. And the transformation that the Holy Spirit creates in couples is lasting. It's a forever change. We're not looking for any quick fix for a couple of weeks. And neither is God. Well, that's wonderful, Autumn. If you were to give us some round numbers, how does it break down between the couples that marriage team coaches? Would there be more already married couples, or do you have many people who are dating, courting, or engaged? Right. Probably 75% of the couples that come to us are married. So married dynamic is the biggest or the married segment. And out of those, 30% of the married couples have actually talked about divorce or are struggling with the relationship issues to the point where they're considering it. So some are even separated and some actually have started the divorce process. So, you know, people are married. Many of them are really struggling. And of those couples that are someplace on that divorce spectrum, 89% decide to stay together because their marriage has been improved to the point where it's meeting their needs and and they feel blessed by it um, by the time their coaching experience is over. Well, that's fantastic, Al. Autumn, feel free to not name names, please. But do any couples stand out in your mind that marriage team was able to help out? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 
what a loaded question. I There's just so, uh, I mean, almost every single couple. And the reason we know that is because we keep statistics on every couple that comes through our coaching process. We ask them uh, how their relationship was before coaching and then how their relationship was after coaching. We even ask them about their spiritual growth. What was your spiritual life like before coaching? And what is it like afterwards? Because you see, it's a two-pronged effort here. We, a good marriage without the Lord is just a good marriage, but a good marriage with the Lord can go the distance and be a witness for other people and glorify the Lord. And I think that's what we're looking for. And just to give you an example, this one just came in um, like a week ago. And this gal says, there was no light at the end of the tunnel except divorce. Our relationship was horrible. Our coaches were amazing. Many times they believed in us more than we did ourselves. Our communication and intimacy has grown leaps and bounds. Our experience was nothing but a miracle. They helped save our marriage. We are staying together and it gives our kids both parents. We have turned to Jesus, which was unimaginable before coaching. And that's from a gal here in Vancouver, Washington. But you ask me if any stand out. They almost all of them read like that. And I'm sure all of these relationships don't come easily, nor does the training or the coaching. So that must be really satisfying to you, Alan Autumn, to know that you've helped a couple out. You've helped out a family. You've helped out parents in some cases. And as a result, generations affected for Christ with a stronger marriage because of what you're doing through Marriage Team. So God bless you both. Thank you for what you're doing and keep up the good work. I'm so very proud to know you both. And you know, Mike, the thing that's that's such a blessing is that it's not only us, but all of those coaches that are out there doing the Lord's work get the same blessing of seeing the fact that because they're obedient and they're acting on their ministry, that people are, marriages are being saved, families are being saved, and legacies are being created that are honoring to the Lord. So that is the real blessing is that it's a very multiplicative kind of program where people can be involved and see the blessings of the, what the Lord is doing. That's really wonderful, Al. So let's talk about some of these coaches that you train. What traits or characteristics or personalities are best suited to prayerfully consider going out for marriage team to be a coaching couple? You know, there are a couple things that first come to mind for me. First of all, you need to be a Christian couple, um, a committed Christian couple, like walking with the Lord and understand how the Holy Spirit lives in you and gives you the power to to actually like be Christ to people who come um, to you for coaching. That's probably the most important thing. The other thing is people go, oh, we don't have a good enough marriage. And we go like, what is a good enough marriage? We're only looking for couples who want to improve their own relationship, who are always looking to be better witnesses to the Lord and better wives and husbands to each other. So those are probably the two primary things. Now, thirdly, we're looking for people who don't want to give advice. Uh, many people think, oh, we've been married a long time, so we have a lot of experiences and we can give people a lot of information about being married. But we coaching is not about giving advice. Coaching is about asking really good, deep questions of the couple to help them find the answers because we believe that the Holy Spirit works through our work and helps them discover what the two of them need to create on their own. See, I'm married to Alan, but 
that doesn't mean everybody's married to a guy like Alan. So what Alan and I decide to do in our relationship may not work for you. So me giving you that advice and then having you fail, what have I really helped you with? Not much. That's a really good point, Autumn. Sometimes it's so easy for us to take our past experiences, especially our failures and our faults, and say, oh, I've got to share this with someone else. But that may or may not apply to their marriage. Well, and then they don't own the results because it's your idea. And so when they come up with the idea and they commit to actively doing it and they make an agreement with each other, then they come back to their coach couple and the coaches say, so how did your agreement go? And they can unpack the success of the result or failure of it and decide if they want to do something different. But you see, they take ownership of it then and are excited about trying it. And I think, Mike, that's the real key, is that the coaching process leaves the ownership where it belongs with the couple. So they're not looking, well, they may come in looking for somebody to give them a magic pill or, you know, wave a magic wand and tell them what they need to do to fix it. But we've found that that really doesn't work if they're not taking ownership. So by being intimately involved and coming up with the solutions they want, they own it and they are much more excited about implementing it because it really fits them uh, because it's theirs. So I, I do think that's part of the magic of the way the Holy Spirit works in this process. You know, I can even give you an example so people can understand better about what it looks like. So let's take our relationship. Um, in our relationship, Alan is a, you know, active, get to it, do it kind of a person. And I'm more of a laid back, let me think about it, let me contemplate it kind of person. So his moving forward quickly on something leaves me anxious. And when it leaves me anxious, I really can't, I I can't move forward. I I tend to pull back. So what do we have to do in our relationship? Somebody could tell us, well, this is what you need to do. But Alan and I have determined a plan for our own relationship so I can say to Alan, Alan, I'm feeling very anxious right now. I know that's not going to work for us. Could we slow it down a bit? Instead of getting upset at him for the his personality and the way he is, we can discuss it and talk about what will work best for us. And that's what your marriage team coach will help you do. Learn how to talk and listen to each other so you can come up with your own plan. And this autumn is why I'm such a huge fan of your ministry, Marriage Team, that you and your husband, Al Ray, co-founded. Marriage Team offers marriage coaching services for premarital, enrichment, and struggling couples. Coaching is offered for the coach couple working with one couple at a time. And Al and Autumn have such a heart to build up marriages in Christ. If you need any questions answered, please give them a call at 360-450-6042. That's 360-450-6042. To reach Marriage Team, also online at marriageteam.org. That's marriageteam.org. And when we return, let's find out more about Alan Autumn Ray, the co-founders of Marriage Team, right here on Difference Makers. Welcome back to Difference Makers. Mike Lee here with my pals, Al and Autumn Ray, who are the co-founders of Marriage Team. 
Now, the office is located in the U.S. Digital Building on Northeast 136th Avenue in Vancouver. However, the services are not required to be in that building. Is that correct, Al? Oh, absolutely. The, we do a lot of video conferencing uh, coaching, and uh, we do it across the country. And we've, our coaches have even coached internationally as well. You know, that's important to know for people who are listening, because I know three things are probably happening. You're sitting there going, well, I could use coaching, or you're sitting there going, hmm, I think I know somebody who could use coaching, or you're going, maybe we could be coaches. So if you're in the mode of thinking, I know someone who needs coaching, but they don't live anywhere near us, that's fine. As Alan said, we coach internationally. In fact, Alan and I are coaching a couple right now, and they live in Atlanta, Georgia. That's wonderful, Autumn. So were you this tech-savvy before the pandemic began, or were things like Zoom meetings and doing things online something that you needed to acquire a a better knowledge for lately? Actually, we were already doing the video conferencing, and in the early years it had started out with Skype, but we had been using Zoom for quite a while. What was different was when the pandemic hit, Uh, In March of 2020, we were right in the middle of a training. So we'd done the first weekend of the training in person. And in the intervening week, we we, uh, flipped and did the second weekend via Zoom. So we did have to do a lot of learning about, uh, you know, use of breakout rooms and and managing it with Zoom. But quite frankly, it, it worked amazingly well. And we've been able to train couples across the country Uh, using Zoom and breakout rooms, and it's been extremely effective. In some cases, is this an advantage for some couples being able to do this online versus meeting in person? I believe it is, because first of all, they don't have to travel. And uh, second of all, they're going to be right in the convenience of their home. So breaks and other things are very comfortable. And the third thing is that sometimes the travel just wasn't even practical. I mean, we've trained people in the southeastern United States in every single class since then. And, you know, for them to travel and get a hotel and all of that, you know, just was, you know, not not feasible. So it has been much better for couples. And quite frankly, with the breakout rooms, they're, they when they're practicing the coaching skills, they're couple on couple with a trained facilitator that is with them 100% of the time when they're in the breakout room. So they actually get better, more personal feedback and everything than the way we did it where everybody was practice coaching in, in the same room. Well, I'm so glad that you were well prepared for the video age before the rest of us had to catch on. So good job, Autumn. Good job, Al. I'm thinking right now some people are listening and they're skeptical saying, oh, well, what do these two know? I bet their marriage was always perfect. What do they know about what I'm going through right now? So can you give us some of your history and background to uh, let them know that things weren't always peaches and cream for Alan Autumn Ray? <laughs> yeah, that's funny that I haven't mentioned it yet because I usually start off telling people about how we got involved in marriage team. I tell people we went to everything that had the word marriage on it and read every book that had the word marriage on it because we did not have a good relationship and we struggled trying to find out how we were supposed to live this godly 
relationship after we became Christians. And this is what we discovered is that we are the type of people who don't change based on just sitting and listening to someone tell us that this is what we should do or reading a book telling us that this is how we should relate to each other. We actually needed to practice good skills over and over and over again, much like riding a bike. Um, once you, you know, fall off a couple of times, you have to get back on. And the other part of it is people don't talk about relapse. And you're not perfect. Once you learn a skill and you start practicing it, you are going to fall back in your old behaviors. And marriage team coaching takes that into consideration. And we call, we call it a relapse play. And we actually have couples come up with a plan, like if your teammate doesn't do what they have agreed to do, how are the two of you going to handle it then? Are you going to go back into your old place or are you going to come up with a new one? And so while I mention the word plays, I would like Alan to just kind of explain what our analogy is so that couples out there can understand what we're talking about when we use the word play. Yeah, and that's really a good way to understand what, what coaching is about as well. So each spouse was born onto a family, a different family, you know, let's call it a team. And they grew up being, they grew up in that team, figuring out how to do life. So they learned about expectations. They learned about communication. They saw how people handled anger, bitterness, forgiveness, all of, all of that stuff. So by the time they were young adults, they had developed a playbook for life and they knew how to operate um, as a young adult. They got married and they created a new team, but they brought their individual playbooks. So it wasn't that one was right or wrong, but they were different. And after a while, in many cases not that long, uh, those differences start to create problems and misunderstandings. So what coaches do is they help couples make agreements, we call them plays, on how they're going to do things differently together in order to achieve their common goals. And I think when coaches help couples focus on their goals and not their differences, they want the same thing. They want to have a successful family for their kids to do well. They want to be happy. They want to save for the future. Whatever those goals are, when you focus on the goals and you're, you're looking at that, you're not as is apt to come up with, well, it's got to be my way or your way. You want something simply that's just going to work. And coaches can help couples figure out what will work for them. I love the sports analogy that you offer through Marriage Team Alan Autumn Ray, because we really are having to learn the other side's playbook. And sometimes it's almost intuitive and it's easy. But for many, many of us, wow, my spouse's playbook is so different from mine. Well, I, I know in the you know the book that men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I mean that those kind of comments and everything you know come up because there are real differences and we don't understand each other very well often. You know, when we're coaching, we quite we hear quite often when we're teaching couples to talk and listen in a constructive way, we'll hear them say, "We never knew that about you." because they have never taken the time or they never understood how to listen uh, completely and for understanding. Many people listen to get their own point across and they listen only long enough to refute what the other person has said and they're quick to interrupt. And in marriage team 
coaching, we teach people how not to do that. I'm fascinated by that, Autumn, because for me personally, it's difficult for me to have a conversation without something the other person says triggering me off to fire off an answer or an experience or a story. So how do we do that? How do we really fully listen to someone else? So what I just heard you say, Mike, was that it's really difficult for you when you're listening to not get triggered by something someone else is saying to you. Did I get that right? Yeah. Um, my automatic comment is, oh, well, that reminds me of this, or I used to do that, or this happened to me, versus listening to their story for their story's sake. Right. So what I was doing was giving you an example of how to listen to someone and to repeat what they have said and then to make sure that you understand it rather than saying, oh, yeah, you know, the same thing happens to me, Mike. When I listen to people, I get really triggered by things and then I want to interrupt them too. I totally understand what you mean. Do you see the difference between listening like that or listening to really understand what you're trying to tell me? And this takes effort, but it is teachable. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it's a skill. All skills can be learned. And how? And it's fun. It's fun to learn them, to not get triggered by your teammate. Because a lot of things by your teammate, your teammate says are personal. And so you take it as a personal attack. So Alan could say something like, oh, my gosh, you know, you, you, put, the you put the dishes in the dishwasher wrong again. The forks are facing up. And what's your immediate response? No, I do it this way because I like the forks like that and, and they get cleaner and, and all of a sudden you're defending your position instead of saying, so Alan, it sounds like you're frustrated because I put the forks up instead of down. Did I get that right? And all of a sudden you're, you're, you're dissipating what could be a huge argument over how you load the dishwasher. And you know, Mike... The the other part of it is after Autumn repeated back to you what you what you said, the real act of listening comes in when you when she says, So Mike, is there more to that that you want to share? And often when somebody says, Is there more to that, people stop and think about it and they'll say, Oh yeah, there's more to that. I can I can listen better to people I don't know, but within it when it's with my wife, it's really difficult. So now there's it's starting to unfold and you so you say so listening to your your spouse is more difficult than listening to people at work did i get that right yeah so so the, then the coaching question might be well what's behind that and now it's causing you to think about things and to really start to dig deeper into what's going on with your communication and once your wife hears that and you hear that and you're back, you go back and forth so she gets to share how she sees it, then you're in a much better position to come up with what you want to agree to in order to um, have you both feel like you're being listened to and, more importantly, understood. That's a great point, Al. I think people would love to hear a version of your history as a couple, Autumn and Al Ray, starting off with where you met. So, Who's better off to lead that story? Well, I can I can start, and then Autumn will, will jump in. We'll go back and forth on that. Um, and we met in college, and so that was uh, a long time ago. Uh, but we met in college and um, dated for one quarter before I graduated. And then I went in the Air Force um, four months later, and we were married about a year after after we first met. 
So um, that was, those were the early years. And in fact, we were not Christians at the time. So uh, we didn't come to the Lord for um, probably 10 years into our, into our marriage. What do you want to add about those, those years? Well, 27 years in the Air Force, um, to be exact. So we traveled and lived in many different places. Now, this is kind of what stands out for me, is as a young couple with young kids, um, you know, in going to church with couples, being in small groups, there came a point in our in our lives where we had a lot of friends, Christian friends, who actually were divorcing. They they tried everything. They went and talked to the pastor. They tried counseling. They prayed about it. They had friends pray about it. Um, but they couldn't get their relationships back together. And it stayed with me. It bothered me over the years. And, and I saw our relationship was not where we wanted it to be either, but we weren't going to divorce. But I kept asking the Lord about that. Why doesn't it work? What What is different about Christians? Why can't Christians even get it together? And even now I get emotional when I think about it because I saw families destroyed and their kids were playing with our kids and we were doing social events with their parents and all of a sudden you're choosing sides. You know, how do you do that? How does the relationship end up like that? It was so puzzling to me. and so puzzling that, that people in the church couldn't get it together. And as I talked to the Lord about it, it became really clear that we were supposed to do something about it. It was like as if he said, Autumn, I'm tired of you complaining about it. Are you going to complain or are you going to do something about it? And when that happened and I and I went to Alan and I said, Alan, I think we're supposed to do something about this, is when we really went humbly to the Lord and said, okay, here we are, you know, but we don't have a clue what it is. And so we always say this is the Lord's program. He put it together and we from the very beginning we said to him hey if this is not going to work if we're doing it wrong you need to let us know because we're getting old and we don't want to waste your time and we don't want to waste our time and so we just give the lord all the glory for what he put together here in in mike that was in 2001 so that was 20 years ago and we'd been married about 30 years at the time and it started out as you know just taking that first step where we started a program in the church and we threw some things together that we'd been, you know, collected over the years. And it went from that to, you know, a, a manual that was that was in loose leaf binders. Then it went to something that was bound. And, you know, now there's, you know, there's workbooks for couples and there's there's a manual for the coaches. And through that process, the only thing that I think made the difference is that we were faithful because we're not, I mean, I was an Air Force officer. I wasn't an educator. I wasn't, um, you know, um, a trained counselor per se. I'd never been a licensed counselor. I had a degree in counseling, but, you know, it, we, we never worked in the field per se. Um, so, you know, the Lord just sort of revealed sort of step by step. Every time we did something, we saw things that worked. And we integrated them and things that didn't work, we discarded them. And the Lord led the way, the whole thing. And through that process of doing that, that's how our relationship improved um, by, you know, they say if you want to learn something, you teach it. And that's how the Lord used the marriage team in our relationship to improve it. 
Al and Autumn Ray are the co-founders of Marriage Team. Check out the website marriageteam.org. That's marriageteam.org. And when we return, not only more about Autumn and Al, but also about signups now open right here on Difference Makers. You're listening to Difference Makers. My name is Mike Lee, and one of the greatest perks I have at this job is being able to glean from people who were so incredibly brilliant and experienced and who love the Lord. And who more so than Alan Autumn Ray, a very happily married couple. They were not Christians when they met and they married. And eventually they became the co-founders of Marriage Team. And signups are now open for that. But Al Autumn, may I ask, how you came to know the Lord in the first place. So here you are, you met at college, you got married within a year. How on earth did you receive the Lord after you had this military career already started and this family of yours? Yeah, I came to know the Lord first and then Alan, so I'll share how that happened. We were living in San Antonio, Texas at the time, and we had a little two-year-old boy, and they were advertising a parenting event at a big auditorium in San Antonio, Texas. And I, we wanted to be better parents, and so we signed up for this event and went to it. And at the beginning of the event, the speaker said, I'd just like to know how many committed Christians there are in the audience. If you're a committed Christian, would you please stand up? And I sat there and watched a lot of people standing up around me, and the thought came to, into my head, If he had said, are you a Christian, I would have stood up. I was born in America. I went to Sunday school as a kid. I considered myself a Christian, but he used the word committed Christian, and that stopped me in my tracks. Now, that was the beginning of my search for what did a committed Christian mean and why wasn't I one. And the speaker was Dr. James Dobson, and it was the first focus on the family video that he made long, long time ago. So you could look up how long ago that was. At that point in time, Alan and I actually began going to a church and belonged to a Sunday school class, and we were not Christians. But here's what helped us, and here's what we believe about Marriage Team, too, is that people met us right where we were and took us on a journey to become Christians. And that's what we do at Marriage Team. We meet people right where they are and take them on the journey to meet Jesus in their marriage relationship. So that's that's Autumn's version of it. And quite frankly, I was somewhat antagonistic towards uh, being a Christian and, and Christians. So when Dr. Dobson asked that question, I didn't have any questions in my mind. I knew I wasn't. And um, I was, as a matter of fact, sort of annoyed that he had asked that and put me on the defensive in my own mind. But seeing the change in Autumn's life as she um, you know, grew and learned. And the acceptance at that church where they accepted us where we were really brought me around. And uh, and based on that, I accepted the Lord as well. So um, for me, it was a, a, well, it was a gradual process, but it was um, a blessed process. I think a common theme that you both shared, Alan Autumn, is the fact that you were met exactly where you were at that point. And I think that's a sobering reminder to what we, the church, need to be doing with everybody on a regular basis, and not only in the walls of our church, but our neighborhood, 
I think it can mean the difference between salvation or not salvation to the people that you meet. That's a great point, Autumn, that people spoke into your lives even though you had, at that point, admitted that you were not committed Christians. But who on earth stumbles upon the very first Dr. James Dobson marriage (laughs) seminar ever to be recorded? Wow. That, to me, is providence. Back then, had anyone heard of him outside of books? He had not built up the empire that we know of Dr. James Dobson today. No, not at all. (laughs) As a matter of fact, he was videoing that uh, session because he had been preaching to to men that they should be spending more time with their family. And at the time, he said he was on the road, I don't know, 250, 275 days a year, and he decided to take his own advice. So um, he had a big crew there, and they recorded it. And uh, actually, on like the sixth or seventh session, the, the segment that they recorded, um, you they pan across the audience, and you can see Autumn there diligently taking notes. And I think it was a Sunday afternoon, and I was fighting off my <laughs> nodding away to sleep. So um, it's an interesting picture. You need to frame that. Autumn diligently <laughs> taking notes while you're nodding <laughs> off as Dr. Dobbin speaks into your marriage. <laughs> In one sense, Alan Autumn, there's nothing new under the sun. But in another sense, modern times often call for a readjustment in strategies. So over the last couple of years worth of pandemic, have you noticed any trends, any changes, or anything that you need to emphasize when it comes to helping marriages or couples? Yeah, I think that, and this is counterintuitive, but we actually saw a drop in the number of people calling for help. And I think we all recognize that it wasn't because there was less stress on relationships, but I think people were so overwhelmed with, you know, homeschooling and just keeping the family together and doing what it took to to manage that a lot of the relationship issues were just pushed down and, and not addressed. So as we're you know, starting the almost the third year of this, you know, pandemic, um, hopefully things will be getting better much quicker. But having said that, I think people that are struggling in their relationship um, should be encouraged that there is help available. And it's one night a week where um, people can get coaching uh, with another couple for a couple of hours at a time. And, um, you know, it goes for about 10 weeks, but the results, I mean, Autumn read that testimonial about uh, the woman who said it saved their marriage and, um, you know, they hadn't been following Jesus before and it literally changed their lives. So for people that are that are struggling, um, I just can't encourage you enough to at least explore what it would take to get your marriage where you want it to be. So it's almost like we'll give you a pass for 2020, 2021, but by now, everyone should be used to video conference calls and Zoom meetings. And at this stage, God willing, your career on track enough that you can get by that you're not constantly putting out fires. So your marriage really ought to be your priority. And we fully respect the responsibilities that everybody has nowadays on a day-to-day basis. But at the same time, marriage team puts you in a position to succeed and build in a way that is more intimate. It's one couple coaching another couple, couple hours a week, 
that's nothing when it comes to effort. But the benefits far outweigh the costs, in my opinion. Well, in, in so much so because it's really affecting the whole family. And uh, I mean, Autumn shared that we went to the event uh, with uh, Dr. Dobson because we wanted to be better parents. And even when parents are struggling with one another, they want the best for their kids. So, you know, in one respect, investing in the relationship of the marriage is probably the best gift you can give to your children. You know, just talking about this, I'm looking at another testimonial. I just want to let people hear this one. It said, uh, our relationship had been stressful, resentful, lonely, and disconnected. My husband was really reluctant. But by the end of our sessions, we were so much better able to have honest conversations about hard topics. Arguments and conflicts don't seem as scary and intimidating as they used to be. And they go on to say how their relationship is so different in front of their kids that their kids are changing also. So really, I like what you said about the excuses. You've got your life back on track now. It isn't where we want to be with with COVID around. But really, what have you got to lose? Ten weeks. What have you got to lose? So, Al, tell us about the signups that are now available at your website, marriageteam.org. That's marriageteam.org. Is this a difficult or complicated process? Well, not at all. Um, the, uh, the website, there is a tab on it um, just underneath the banner that says Marriage Coach Training. And when people click on that, when a Christian couple clicks on that, they can learn about the coaching um, training process. So there's a schedule there of when the training is, and there's also information about being a coach couple. And they can also just call that number that you mentioned earlier and ask for information, and we'll certainly uh, give it to them as well. So from the website, they can click on a link, and they can register for the training, or they can register by calling that number, the 360-450-6042 number that you mentioned. Thank you for repeating that number, Al. And Autumn, I want to ask you this. Have you ever had any stories from coach couples whose marriages have been built up as a result of training? (laughs) Almost every single training. I I will say every single training, not almost. And the one that really stands out in my mind was a couple who'd been married about 40 years. And on his evaluation, he said, these last two weekends were the best weekends of our marriage. And on the way home, he was sharing that with his wife. And his wife said, I hope you don't mean to include the honeymoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Might need another training session after that comment, (laughs) sir. (laughs) But that has been an amazing thing for us, too, is to watch couples who come through the training. Because we asked them, too, what was your relationship like on a scale of 1 to 10 before you took the training? And then after two weeks, we say, what is it like after the training? And virtually everyone improves in their relationship. Because during the training, you actually go through the coaching experience yourself in your own relationship. And what couples report is that the practice coaching sessions where another couple is coaching them is extremely helpful and people just really appreciate it. As a matter of fact, Autumn mentioned the feedback that we get and being an engineer, I resonate with numbers, but typically couples report about a 15% improvement. So on average, they might rate the relationship a seven when they come into coach training. And if they rate it an eight, 
it's going to be 12% improvement, but they actually rated a little bit higher than that. So overall, and we've had over 900 evaluations that we base this on, um, it runs right at 15, 15.5% improvement. I'm so glad to see the differences that you're making in so many different families. And as a result, generations are touched for Christ because of what you're doing at Marriage Team, Alan Autumn. So thank you for the sacrifices you made over the years, for the time that you've spent with so many couples all across the globe to build up marriages through Christ. I've got an interesting question for you. In this era, we've got FOMO, the fear of missing out. And so many people out there who aren't in a romantic relationship are questioning their own value. They're thinking to themselves, what about me must be unlovable? How come I can't find someone? And I remember through my 20s, some of my friends would question my sexuality because I didn't have a girlfriend. It's not like I haven't tried. (laughs) No one's interested yet, guys. So for the person out there, but especially for the single Christian struggling with this fear of missing out, what do you have to encourage them? Well, I guess the you, it, we'll let Autumn answer this one as well. But I guess from, from a guy's perspective, um, the, the Lord knows the person out there for you. And um, it's a matter of just being patient of not letting, I believe, not letting your standards go down. Because, you know, there are there are people out there that want a relationship just like you described. And they have their own fears as well. So there are, there's, there are people out there that are looking for a relationship. And it's wise to be cautious because you don't want it to jump into a relationship that is not going to be honoring the Lord. But by the same token, uh, you should have confidence that the Lord wants the, wants the best for you. And if you're wise and discerning, um, that opportunity is out there for, for you. You know, I'm... Uh, old enough now to have a different perspective, I think, being a Christian. And, and I am speaking to Christian people, singles, who feel like that. Uh, because we have an example. And all you have to do is look at story after story after story in the Bible of people who persevered and had to wait. It doesn't mean that that the Lord is not hearing you or that the Lord is not answering you. Maybe you're not hearing the answer he's giving you. Maybe he has something he wants to perfect you in, something he wants to grow you in during this time. And you you will never be able to take advantage of it because it's for such a time as this if you don't listen and do what he is telling you to do. So look at the people in the Bible. How did they look at Joseph? Look at Abraham. Look at Moses. Everyone had to wait and wait and wait. And some of them never did see their expectations met. But it doesn't mean that the Lord has gone anywhere. He's right there by your side. All you have to do is turn to him and say, I need you. Please listen to me. And that is also, if I might just add, the communication skills are really important here. You know, listening to understand somebody, when people feel loved when they feel understood. And listening is such a powerful technique for understanding somebody and making them feel loved and cared about. So for people that are looking for that, it's important that both people are are good listeners and really care about the other person to want to know them and understand them. 
at a deeper level than just a casual friendship. Wonderful words of wisdom from Al and Autumn Ray, the co-founders of Marriage Team. Make sure that you find that the latest on signups now available at marriageteam.org. That's marriageteam.org. And if there's one thing I'd want to challenge you about, it would be don't settle. Don't settle for anything less than God's best for you. Don't settle for anything less than your best to yourself and also for your spouse or for your future spouse. So on the way out, Autumn, Al, Ray, thank you so much for all that you're doing. Is there anyone you want to say hi to or send a shout out to? Thank you, Mike. We really appreciated your interview. You're a great interviewer and a great friend. Yes, I would just like to recognize and say hi to all of our marriage coaches and the couples that are in the coaching process. And for the couples in the coaching process, thank you for trusting us with your relationship. And for the coaches, thank you for your willingness to serve the Lord in this ministry. So we just wish you all the absolute best. There is no soul beyond redemption. There is no marriage that's not worth saving. And Marriage Team has the tools to bring you there through the Word of God. MarriageTeam.org. That's MarriageTeam.org. Thank you so much for listening to Difference Makers. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.